The time is now. The place is now. And this is Indus Ill Sport now. Welcome back, Patriots. What it do? New Year 2020. Info Sports Now is back. Hey, go to www.infosportsnow.com and join everybody else as you sit in, listen to the number one misleader of sports and political analysis and satire. This is Info Sports Now. I am your host, Kip. Cutler. And I am Garland Wanamaker. Hello, Mr. Wanamaker. Welcome back. Uh, thank you. It's good to be back, Kip. How's your Christmas, New Year's, uh, all that shit? I mean, it was great. I'm glad we finally have a president that's not scared to say Merry Christmas. Exactly. Christmas has been back for about, what, three years now. Yeah, I'm glad. It's glad been to have wonderful. It back. We don't have to go in hiding anymore to celebrate our traditions. It's right. It's been very merry, okay? There's only one holidays, so now... I walk around saying happy holiday as opposed to happy holidays. Yeah, I mean, because you can't have people out there thinking you're also including New Year's in there, which nobody has any problem with. Right, right. yeah. That's true. But like, that's what I'm saying. You got to say happy holidays so they know you're referring specifically to Christmas. That's true. And, and uh, you know, happy holidays oftentimes is that one random like expo center or like failing bar. It tries to throw one of those Christmas parties. They have those flyers that come in those cards with like just a few pictures jumbled on the front. And normally it's like DJ, like Cal Anthony or something like some guy you'd never heard of. And it's like playing all of the hits of like the, I don't know, like 2045s or something. Okay. He's got that throwback basketball jersey that has not been popular since, like, 2005. Like a Stephon Marbury jersey. DJs love him. Yeah. But it's like, who are you? He's kind of racially ambiguous. You know, he's probably from the town he's throwing the party in. Yeah. And it's holidays with a D-A-Z-E. Oh, yeah. No, I can't. No. Yeah. And I'm hungover, so I can't read the sign correctly. So I'm wondering if someone's serving egg benedict. Uh, eggs benedict with hollandaise sauce no no i understand completely and you gotta specify that shit before you just throw some eggs over easy and english muffins and tomatoes i know man it's like come on man i just paid 20 dollars to get into this bar i want some goddamn benedict dude for real i don't care if it's 11 a.m like that's the time you start serving eggs benedict i mean i don't care if it's fucking 12 30 a.m uh, granted You and I did see this flyer when we were on Mushrooms. So I'm not exactly sure um, what, what, where we were, but... I don't either. I want some Eggs Benedict now. I honestly really could go for some. We're going to get into a few headlines real quick before we get into what y'all came here for, NBA trade deadline stuff. I know, Info Sports Now... Number one place to find trade rumors and trade truthiness. Mm-hmm. So check this out. Super Bowl. Okay. The Kansas City. Can we say Chiefs still in this politically correct culture? Can we say Chiefs? I mean, yeah. But the libtards' heads might explode. 
But you know what? To make it safe, Garland, let's say the Kansas City Chief Keefs. Oh, okay. 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 The Kansas City Keefs beat the San Francisco 49ers, which should have happened. Yeah, of course, naturally. Yeah. Left coast is the worst coast. I agree. And Garland, as a former quarterback, what do you have to say about how Niners quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo, how he played that game? I mean, he played like you'd think any liberal would. You know, he fucking choked. And as soon as there was some opposition against him, he couldn't throw the ball worth a fuck because he's a little leftist pansy with weak muscular strength. And uh, just overall, just he just chokes. Just like, just like any liberal does Definitely. in relation to the penis. Definitely. All liberals choke. I would dare say they gag. Exactly. Which is, it's okay sometimes. Very few times. A, yeah, it's just it's open term interpretation. Not, not that I would know. I'm a Republican. And by the very nature of being a Republican, I don't choke or make people choke. Right? Um, yeah, I think that's, yeah. It checks out. Yeah, it works for me. Here's what I have to say about the Kansas City Chiefs winning. Um, I'm a big fan. Anytime any liberal or who I deem a liberal loses in life. Absolutely. Because the best part about loving this country is I can judge and hate all other citizens of the same country that do not agree with me politically and it's okay. But the very minute we try to be inclusive... Okay, just like the liberals do, I can now look at you and say you hate this country because you're trying to embrace citizens of this country that do not look like you. You know, and that's wrong, Garland. Uh, they say that, but I mean, we all have our own thoughts and ideas. Absolutely. And it's a free country. Anybody can have their own thoughts and ideas, okay? You can believe what you want as long as you believe what I believe. And there's nothing wrong with me thinking that. Exactly. That's why Rush Limbaugh got the uh, Medal of Freedom, okay? The award. It's a civilian award. That's why he got it. He got that medal because he agrees with Kip Cutler. And there's no other reason why he received that medal. Exactly. And that's the thing, man. Like, as long, no matter how racist or fucking vile the content you spew is, as long as you truly believe it, that is okay, and that's what America is about. Absolutely. Which is why I would like to set a disclaimer saying that although Rush Limbaugh is inspired by Kip Cutler, Kip Cutler is not responsible for whatever you find out Rush Limbaugh said in his past that has nothing to do with me. Because Garland, I thought we got in trouble for things we said on this show. Oh, oh my oh God. Oh, boy. Rush Limbaugh took that shit to the next level. That guy, some of the things that I don't understand how he, he hasn't been in jail yet. I, I don't either. And don't get me wrong. I'm the biggest Republican of them all. I, I'm of such course. a Republican. I don't believe what anybody tells me, even other Republicans. Yeah, exactly. You got to think for yourself. Right, Garland. With your own eyes and, and ears. I don't listen to anybody but you and Cal. But that's okay. Because... We're three different people that might be the same person. Hmm. All right. Other news. WWE 
Oh, yeah. Oh, they are in trouble. Would you like to know why, I'd Harlan? love to know why. What scandals do they have brewing over there? Their stock has dropped 33% since 2020 began. And there's a few reasons for this. They are publicly traded? Yes, they are. They've been publicly traded since 2001, I believe. Interesting. Maybe 2002. Maybe 2000. Anyway, early 2000s. Okay, okay. Uh, so their stock's been going down because they've been their ratings have been horrible. And I know what this show is, but seriously, those ratings have been bad. Okay. I mean, they're scoring like in the low twos, which is the same ratings they had in 1995. So, hmm. yeah, yeah. And uh, so they, they let go of their president and some other person, like two of the top people. That was last Thursday. And the stock dropped 20% that one day. Jesus and it Christ. dropped another 10% earlier this week. Oh, my. Yeah. So now it's for, for down a total of 33%. And so Vince McMahon, who is starting an XFL this weekend. Oh, yes, sir. So he's trying to figure out a way, I guess, to recoup funds. And how he explained it is... They are in a period of uncertainty. I mean, I guess that's the thing. If like if the ratings were that low in 1995, no, it probably wasn't until you know the late 90s, early 2000s when Stone Cold Steve Austin came out. You yep. know, 96, 97 is when he got real popular. That's what I'm saying. They just they're just waiting for their next Stone Cold. That's all it is. That that would be great too if that were possible. It's not. There can only be one Stone Cold. They tried their next Stone Cold. It was called John Cena. It didn't work. But when you're a publicly traded company and you got to be PG the whole time. True. You have to look in the mirror and ask yourself, who am I trying to please? And just like a very strong Republican, Vince McMahon has looked in that mirror every day for like 40 years and said, I'm trying to please myself. And that's why their stock dropped thirty three percent. Hmm. Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. We're talking about the same guy who once pitched an angle that he was going to get his daughter pregnant. Yeah, I remember that. It was a it was a little weird, yeah. but honestly, comparatively, he might have been ahead of the time because that kind of porn is is you know. Just blowing up the ratings these days. Dude, seriously, what is up a Pornhub and like literally right when you get on the page, it's like, hey, like, oh, daddy, I'm sorry for getting me pregnant or something like that. It's like, God, like, how much, how much of this can you make? When you think about it, though, that means Vince McMahon himself was a visionary. He saw the future before it came along and he was exiled in his time for that. Yet he was right all along. I would like to say the Habsburgs probably were a pioneer in incest. Okay. Um, I have no idea who that is. Charles, Philip, Habsburgs, Habsburg jaw. They inbred because they thought keeping the bloodline pure was the way to go. Oh, that's, oh, yeah. Oh, man, they need a little more science in, their, in not, their diet. Not that I know. Like, I'm Kip Cutler. I, fuck history. Clearly, it doesn't matter. I have not seen a statue about it. I agree. All right, last thing we're going to talk about. Before we get into the NBA, the retirement of Eli Manning. Really? Yes. He's retired from the NFL, and it turns out that, you know, you can have a derp face and be successful. That is a goofy-looking motherfucker. 
Mississippi's own Eli Manning. And by the way, Garland, you and I are experts in NFL football, right? Well, I mean, that's what we're known for, yeah. And I have so many great things to say about Eli. I'm, I'm going to go over all of them right now, okay? Okay. He, uh, what? what? I was just going to say, I actually have a fun fact about Eli right, Manning. One time, drunkenly walking into a double quick in Oxford, Mississippi, one Thanksgiving weekend, maybe two years ago, two and a half years ago, I uh, walked into the door, opened it up, kind of accidentally bumped into a guy that was walking out. I was like, damn, that's a tall old dude. Walked in, everybody in the store is just fucking staring at me. And the guy was walking, I was like, oh, sorry, dude. Didn't really look at him, because I was fucking fucked up. And this was still daylight, early afternoon. Been drinking at the Ole Miss softball game all day. As, as you should. And so I walked in, and then everybody's just fucking staring at me. And I'm like, you know, like, I looked, and like, I normally when that happens, like, I just, you know, duck my head and walk around. But like, literally everybody in this whole double quick was staring at me. And this guy, he was buying a fucking case of Michelob Ultra, of all things. I did happen to notice that. But, uh, but yeah, everybody's looking at me, and I was like, I literally just go like, what's up, do I got a dick on my face? And then they kind of like all kind of chuckle a little bit. They're like, that was Eli Manning. And so then I like looked back out and I saw the little tapered back of his head cut tall. That's a big guy. Like you think he's like, I don't know how tall he, his actual measurements are, but like it might be six, three, six, five, maybe. But just like when you are in his presence and approach him, like not even recognize him. You just like in your brain, you're just like, oh, that's a big old feller right there. Yeah, it's, it, I, I agree. This is I, a story that actually happened, by the oh, way. Oh, I know. I, I met him once, too. I oh, I didn't him. meet him. I just drunkenly ran into him. I was like, sorry, bud. Oh, no, I met Eli Manning once. I was, <laughs> I'm going to outdate myself here. True story. 17, Oxford campus. I'm not going to name the year, but Eli was still there because he has not left at this point yet. Okay. But it was right as he was leaving. And he was he was driving this, it, it wasn't a, uh, it wasn't like a Benz Wait, what? Shit. I'm trying to remember. Maybe it was a Benz. It was a very nice, fancy Benz. Remember that shit was happening in the early 2000s? Okay. It was a very, like, crazed phenomenon thing. And he drove up to this guy that I was hanging out with, me and some of my friends. We were hanging out with uh, one of our other friends who was a senior. Well, basically his brother was the senior. Okay. And he had the Mustang. And Eli drove up, got out of the car, went in wherever he was at when we were on campus, came out. And looked at my friend and said, ha ha, is that all you got? And then, like, turned around, walked in his, or got in his car, and drove off. And that is the first time I met Eli Manning. And that is a very real thing that happened. What a- his head is so fucking large. Like, he got in his little Benz thing, and, like, his head was all I saw in the window. I mm. didn't see his shirt, didn't see his neck, didn't see his body. <laughs> I saw only his head. And that swoosh hairstyle that, like, all of, between the ages of, like, 16 and 26 that all white males have. Of course. That little swoosh hairstyle thing. Of course. Not so much anymore, but, like, definitely in the 2000s. Oh, yeah. That is oh, what yeah. the craze was about. And then Justin Bieber did, and people stopped doing it. Yeah, of course, yeah. Anyway, Eli Manning's a great guy. Yeah, so, actually, come to think of it, I just realized, I think it was Peyton Manning was the guy that I bumped into. He also has an equally large head. Yeah, no, I was just thinking about it like there's the older one. The older one's Peyton, right? Yeah, well, the, the oldest one is Cooper. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I knew there's, I know there's several but of them. Of the ones that are the good at ones, being quarterbacks yeah. is Peyton. Yeah, yeah, it's the older one. 
But you know, I think it was Peyton that I ran into that that Thanksgiving weekend. I know I gave Daniel Jones a lot of shit for taking Eli's spot. And uh, I'm still going to ride that train. Trump Fuck 20, Daniel 2020. Jones. When we come back, we're going to get into what you came to listen to here. At Info Sports Now, NBA trade deadlines, I wrote down all of them. All right. All of them in the past three days. Okay, we're going to talk about all of it. Then we're going to give our predictions for the playoffs coming up. We're going to give our predictions on who's going MVP, all that good stuff, who's going to benefit, do the best thing, whatever. You're going to get everything here at Info Sports Now. Woo! Are you the kind of man that wants to plow a cosmic garden? Garden? One that wants everyone to work a decent living wage. When other men conform and say no, are you the kind of man who stands up and says, Oh, yes, sirree, Bob. I'm that kind of man. Ugh. A Fragrance by Crazy Caleb. And welcome back. Info Sporto now. Uh, Hey, I'm Kip Cutler. And I'm Garland Wanamaker. As always, guys www.infosportsnow.com hit that donate tab because if you're not donating to the show how am i supposed to know that you care exactly garland you got a sponsor read right you bet i do kip what's up broskies garland here it's important to live a healthy american lifestyle so join garland's alternative gym today we have mediocre trainers and carb-friendly diets that will totally get you in shape to fall asleep on the couch at 6.30 after dinner. I go to the gym at least once or twice a year, and when I do, I make sure to grab some of Garland's Peak Performance Pasta. And they come in two delicious flavors, ranch and cheese. So if you're a 40-year-old libertarian virgin that lives in your mama's basement or a stupid fucking liberal like Crazy Caleb, get yourself to Garland's Alternative Gym today to fix your body and your values. Woo! <laughs> yes. Dude, you think you think you think we sold him on it? Garland's fucking alternative gym? Yo, I heard that peak performance pasta, man. I had some earlier today. Let me tell you something. Pre-workout, hey, dang shit, okay? It's delicious. Look. That that pre and post workout of the pasta, okay? Y'all, Garland He's got this shit going down for you. He's looking out for you. I absolutely am. Every day of the week. America. All right. Now we got that out of the way. Once again, CVS Strict 9000. Go there. Pick it up. As always, Felipe Frijoles, Castor Bean Tequila, Mishima Families I Bought to Financial. Mm-hmm. Uh, all those things. Uh, Inward Gym got canceled, so we won't be promoting that anymore. Oh, really? Why? Uh, yeah, Inward Gym Ghost Slave. Yeah, turns out that, uh, it, you know, 
political correctness, Carlin. I know. Fucking that's... Let's get into these NBA trades. Let's All right. go. Here's a whole... We got every single trade. We're going to start out with some of the most popular ones first. D'Angelo Russell, okay, of the Golden State Warriors, is now a member of the Northist, which is a word, hmm. leftist Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, gross. Yes. So D'Angelo Russell got traded there along with Omari Spellman and Jacob Evans to the Timberwolves for Andrew Wiggins, a 2021 protected first round pick and a 2021 second round pick. This is really good for the Warriors, actually. Uh, I mean, I, I, like I it guess so. Because you're looking to next year. And so D'Angelo Russell with Steph and Clay wasn't going to fit anyway. So Andrew Wiggins can fill in at the small forward position. Okay, he can grab you a few rebounds. He can also bring an athletic edge. He's pretty good at defense, but also he's Canadian, which hmm. means he sucks. I agree. Isn't he the one that got caught ice fishing butt ass naked a couple years ago? Absolutely true. Fuck that guy. That's very true, dude. That's what a weirdo. Who does that? Who does that? Like, granted, you're from Canada, Andrew Wiggins, but your black ass knows good and goddamn well you're not in any temperature below 41 degrees. I, yeah, I agree. Ice it, fishing. It's obviously a publicity stunt, clearly. He, it, ice fishing is a slang term when black people in Canada do meth. You know that, right? Oh, I did not know that. That actually makes a lot of sense. And now I wonder if the article I read implied that instead. Are you re talking about the uh, same article written by Dr. Cal Cutler? It could have been. A, a non-biased, by the way, opinion of yours, Garland. Thank you, thank you. I I try to be equal and fair and, and balanced. You are definitely equal and fair and balanced. Also, the Minnesota, the Timberwolves have been busy. They sent... Oh, wait, crap. I got to read this first part <laughs> There's a whole bunch of trade stuff going on. Sorry. Okay, okay, okay. So, the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah. Which is kind of, sort of near East Wingsboro, yeah, Mississippi. They're not, they're not too far off. So, the Memphis Grizzlies sent Andre Iguodala, Solomon Hill, and something called a Jay Crowder to uh, Miami for Justice Winslow, Georgie Ding, Ding. Dang, I don't know how you say his name, man. And uh, frequent delinquent and pot brownie enthusiast Dion Waiters. Dion Waiters once, and this is absolutely true, last year got on an airplane after taking a pot brownie, had an anxiety attack, and got suspended for 10 days because you can't eat pot brownies in the NBA. What a fucking loser. I, why would you take it on the team plane? Wait, yeah, no, I agree. And there's like, bro, like, why'd you go have anxiety? To, like, was this your first time? Is this right. your first day, bro? For real, bro. You've been in the league like six years. You've had plenty of pot brownies. Come on, man. I'm a fucking idiot. So along with that trade, the Wolves sent um, Georgie Dang to Miami. And James Johnson is going to the Timberwolves. So it was a three-team trade. Okay. This now puts Andre Iguodala... Former NBA Finals MVP. Okay. On the same team with the realest guy in the room, Jimmy Butler. Oh, in Jimmy Miami. Butler. Yeah. So you know, normally I don't root for black shirts, 
But I gotta tell you, man, I love Jimmy Butler, oh. and, and I like the Miami Heat. Yeah, solid guy on and off the court. Yeah, and they got those two white guys now that can play basketball: Tyler Harrow and Duncan Robinson. You know, we gotta put those guys on Team USA because Joe Harris certainly isn't representing for fucking white people. We need better white players. I agree. And Tyler Harrow is the next best thing. I'm telling you. I could, I could see that. I could see that up and coming. Oh yeah, him. Luca, as soon as we, you know, annex him from wherever he's from, what Slovenia? Maybe I don't, I don't know where he's from. Slovakia, East European. I mean, they 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 all work. We should just start a war with them, just so we can keep Luca in America. That's just saying, not the worst idea I ever heard. Garland, you know a lot about this next one here, of course, because okay? you've been telling me about this for years. So. Detroit Pistons okay. finally got off their poor black asses. About time. And they sent Andre Drummond to the Cleveland Cavaliers for John Henson, Brandon Knight, and a 2023 second round pick. I'm excited about this. Are you? I'm so excited. Kevin Love finally gets some help, right? Exactly. I mean, everybody knows. I mean, being the fucking solid white guy out there alone by yourself. Right? Like... It's nice to finally have someone working for you and not against you in this league. Absolutely. You know, Kevin Love has had some, I mean, don't get me wrong. He's had a lot of black people helping him. Yeah. Just not that good. Yeah, they were know? never good. They were just, you know, kind of pass off little flunky fellers. Right. But this guy, he's got a real attentive sidekick, I think, is the yeah, is yeah. the word we say now. No, it is. So sidekick. And he gets his own little quarters in the back. Yeah, you know? of course. He has to use his own toilet, of course. And Andre works very hard. You know, he doesn't really talk that much. He hasn't put up a fuss. He just goes out there and he does exactly what he's told. Okay? In Cleveland, they have been trying to build a you know, a genetic culture out there for a while now. Exactly. With certain people of a, a specific color. So exactly. They've been of trying to like breed their own um, players breed their own players into a culture to make like a super player, you know, exactly. I with, mean, with really good genes, and it just it hasn't worked. Not yeah, not up to this point. I mean, it's just really good. They're finally realizing that they finally have a guy with the exact type of sidekick characteristics that we're looking for. I love those air quotes you use there. Thank you. Because I mean, don't get me wrong. Like you're absolutely correct. It's a sidekick, and America needs to know. Now, granted, they probably won't win that many games still because Andre Drummond is like a seven feet tall. But mm. Kevin Love, being the not as young white player that he is, yeah, and with all of that um, virus in the water that's been making white basketball players suffer as we talked about a few episodes ago exactly you, you know he needs some rebounding help he and does. andre drummond can do that can't hit a fucking free throw but he will grab all of the rebounds which means you toss kevin love you put him at the four toss him out there in three-point line have him hit some uh three-pointers and then i even say you let kevin love facilitate the offense all right don't have him bring a ball up the court but you have him act almost like a point forward, except you just give him the ball at half court. Let him work his magic. Exactly. That's the thing, man. Like, 
the greatest bricklayer in the world is only as good as the assistant that passes him the bricks. I agree. Or the person, the overseer, that tells the bricklayer which bricks to lay. And if you don't lay it, you discipline them. You're done. Lock them in the hot box. Absolutely. See Muscadine Betty? Nothing wrong with that. She she got all my shit in the meeting earlier. Put them on field duty. Let them realize how nice to have it in the house. We're gonna call it rebound duty. Re- yeah, that's that's what is that not what I said? Yeah, that's, that's totally what you said. Definitely said rebound duty. Exactly. No, if they got LeBron James, it's kind of helping Cleveland. Maybe they would have won more than one fucking championship. <laughs> Imagine that after they leave. Hey, do you want Andre Drummond? Yeah, LeBron. I bet LeBron is shitting on himself right now, being like, "You kidding me? Are you kidding me?" Like personally, I feel like every decision LeBron has ever made, he then realizes how wrong he was later. That's giving him credit to realize that he realizes his wrongs. Yeah, but he doesn't because he's LeBron James. No, actually, no. This dude probably thinks he's doing doing God's work out there. I bet. Just because the Lakers are 37 and 11 as of today does not mean that they're a good team. I've seen better records. Me too. Okay. Like everybody. Next on the list here, Marcus Morris of the New York Knicks. Okay. And uh, notable shorty Isaiah Thomas. He's about five foot nine. Oh God. Is of the Washington Wizards are now going to the Los Angeles Clippers to join. Kawhi Leonard. Huh. Yeah. Now, okay, and in return, Jerome Robinson, whoever the fuck that is, you know who he is? I never heard the name before right. in my life. He's going to the Washington Wizards, hmm. the Washington Grand Wizards. Yeah, no, no, I mean, honestly, I mean, I care for the Grand Wizards in their full regalia, but for the the team inspired by them, you know, honestly, I don't really care too much for the Wizards. I, I don't either. Too many black shirts on that team if you know what i'm saying no, i agree yeah plus john wall's contract is ridiculous literally and uh, normally kip cutler you know me i definitely tell all of the truth Absolutely. in this particular case i am telling all the truth worst contract in the nba so the washington wizards are going to get something that's called jerome robinson and the knicks are getting uh journeyman mo harkless it was all right, I guess. And a 2020 first round pick. Hmm. I mean, I feel like that uh, that 2020 pick is more valuable than Harkless. But. It is. But either way, that's. Now, it, it, I'm not sh- exactly sure whose pick it is. I don't know if it's the Wizards pick or if it's the Clippers pick. If it's the Clippers pick, it's not that valuable. Yeah, but either way, somebody's getting a first-round pick, and there's a trade of a dude that nobody cares about. That's true. So some team came out on top, either way. No, you're right, because you get to pick the next best of the the, the chattel that you're going to be drafting. And let's face it, most of those are black shirts. So you just got to hope the genetics match out on that, you know? We can only hope. Yeah. And so that way you can own them for a few years. And then, you know, if it doesn't work out, just just trade them for something else because they're property. Exactly. Yeah, man. They get old. They get up in the years. You got to let them go. However. Sell them to somebody that could use them more. That That's true. The Clippers, though, are the winners here because Marcus, Marcus Morris is a very serviceable 
Uh, he's a power forward, small forward. You can put him at center two if you, if you want to run a small ball lineup. He can hit a three. He's older. He's buff. Also, you do not fuck with Marcus Morris or his twin brother, Markeith Morris. They will literally come to your house and assault you. As some un- poor, unfortunate soul found out when both of the brothers got arrested for assault. Man, this just sucks, man. Just Some people take your comments on Xbox Live a little too seriously. That is true. And they come and find you. Now, you and I are not saying anything bad about Marcus Morris. Not at all. Because, I mean, we would if we had anything bad to say about yeah, him. That's, yeah, that's, not uh, that he'll find us and do anything to us. No, that's... Uh, he- I hope not. I just don't want to take my chances. I was saying, that's the reason we use VPNs. But Isaiah Thomas, he ain't going to do shit. Fuck Isaiah Thomas. He's literally shorter than me. I will come to your house, Isaiah Thomas, and read your address out loud and your phone number live on air. Isaiah Thomas, I will come to your house, cook a beautiful mushroom risotto, because I know you can't do that. I know you can't do that. I'm going to come there and... Probably light some candles. The candles are delicious. You know, they smell great, Isaiah Thomas. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna enhance enhance your spice rack with things that you need that I know you don't know shit about. Like some truffle parmesan seasoning, some harissa seasoning, old bay. Old bay is always a great thing to have. Right, Garland? Yeah, we got two bottles right here on the desk. Right on now. the desk all day. Literally the best seasoning there ever was. Hey, we're not kidding. We actually have like old base. You never yeah, like, know. I'm serious. Like that's the pretty much the best pre-made seasoning you could ever buy. This this is a tastiest house in in Mississippi. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, of course. I mean, besides your place, you're a great. We don't chef. do too much cooking over there. You're a great chef. Anymore. The only thing we cook is whatever Gucci Mane puts in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? And he we got, does all the dishes. We got plenty of pounds in the trash can. Gucci Mane does all the dishes. Oh, God. All right. Now to less popular things here. The Philadelphia 76ers mm. trade James Ennis to the Orlando Magic for a second-round pick. Interesting. Have the 76ers even done anything noteworthy lately? Nope. They've been losing a lot. Uh, well, I mean, I guess that's about as noteworthy as it gets with them. It really is, though. The Washington Wizards trade, I'm sorry, the Washington Wizards get Shabazz Napier from the Denver Nugs, Crazy Caleb's favorite team, for Jordan McRae. Hmm, that's, I really wonder what the plan the Wizards have with that. To lose as much as possible. No, that's what I'm saying, it's like, are there some back alley deals going on? Well, the Wizards, they're, okay, they're not going to win shit right now. Like, even with the with an all-star team, they're not going to win. Like, who gives a fuck about Washington? That's true. Like, if the players go off of ticket sales, like, what, each player makes $12 each game? I, I don't even know. But what I do know is they got, like, $38 million tied up in John Wall this year. And I think it's 39 next year. And then $41 million a year after that. So, you can't, what, what players can you bring in? When you have, like, literally north of $38 million tied up in one guy who has injury after injury. Like, right now, he has, I think, an Achilles injury. Oh, and, like, a knee something. <laughs> so, he hasn't even played all year. That's not a quick turnaround at all. Meanwhile, his counterpart, Bradley Beal, although a black shirt, at least he can pass the ball. He can hit open jump shots. You know, he doesn't need to, to drive in the paint. And he's a great leader. 
I'm just saying John Wall contract is stupid, and Abe Poland's one of the worst owners ever in the NBA. You notice the reason why Michael Jordan played on the Wizards is because he wanted a minority stake, like like up to about nine percent of the team he wanted to own. And Abe Poland's like, "Can you play for us? And I'll give you that." It's just like, "Fuck it, dude. Nobody cares about our team." Right. It's like. Like, I'm the only owner to begin with. Nobody wants to invest. Exactly. It's all yours. And that's how Michael Jordan played for the Washington Grand Wizards. Hey. That actually makes a lot of sense. You can buy any black shirt. Okay? Property is property. Property is property. You just got to check with their... Uh... No, and this... And the, you can yeah. say owner. Yeah. In this, in this scenario. It is an owner. And it's not racist because owners own the team. Haha, <laughs> you see America? You see how he did that? I wish the Republicans knew how to get around these kinds of things. See, they're all out there just being racist and stuff. You and I, Garland, you and I are uh, carefully tiptoeing around the borders while still, while still saying exactly what we mean. Exactly, because you can, if somebody calls you out, you just be like, we didn't even mean it that way. Right. And you can't prove it. You know, th- this is a problem I have. Okay, you and I are real Republicans. Here's a problem I have with current Republicans right now. Where the fuck is your fucking spine, okay? Where's your backbone? I grew up, okay, in the South, Garland. You know this. You know this. You and I grew up together in the South, okay, on the grind. Confederacy all fucking day. Rebelling against the system. You and I grew up not listening to anybody. Absolutely. We we took our values to the core. I'm not listening to anybody. Any leader, I listen to myself. I'm American, right? Exactly, 1,000%. Born and bred American. I didn't need nobody else. I didn't need nobody else, Garland, okay? You and I, out here on these fucking streets, all right? And I will be fucking damned if any of these soft motherfuckers are just going to do what they're told all the time. I never do what I'm told all the time. Do you, Garland? Absolutely never, not even once. So who who are all these people? I remember all these assholes under the Obama administration <sighs> just supporting and celebrating everything <sighs> he did. All right? And I Losers. get so upset, all right, when people do that. They just take one person, treat them as their cult leader, and just do and support everything they do, even though it could be wrong or unprofessional or sexist or even be considered sexual assault sometimes. Maybe racism, all right? And I'm talking about Obama, by the way. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. It only applies to Obama. We all know this. No, definitely. Only applies to Obama. Because Obama is the one that was out there telling white people that they are sending you know, their rapists and their bad hombres over the border, which white people never did, okay? We were, the, we're, the white people are the victims, yeah. honestly. Obama was out there telling white people that you have disabilities and mocking it. Obama was out there grabbing white vaginas, which I'm assuming is white, by the vagina and bragging about it, hmm. okay? Obama was out there Idiot. golfing. 330 or spending 333 days at his private resort at Mar-a-Lago in the first three years of his presidency, by the way. That was Obama. Okay. Trump never did that. Yeah, no. Trump is out there working for the hard working American person. Exactly. Which is also why during the Obama administration in 2018, okay? In 2018, during the Obama administration, all right? You know, they're paying a lot of taxes. Yeah, in 2019, of they paid, on average, 
No, okay, the, the country paid $93 million more in tax money after the largest tax cut ever. Interesting. Ooh, wait a minute. Hold on. The math. Wait, are you sure? Wait, what? Must could die in bed. I don't even believe that. I mean, I'm, I may love Trump, but I'll admit I'm not the best at math and figures and facts. We'll just say, are you sure it's that? No, no, don't, don't watch John Oliver, guys. He, that's not true. That's not real. Well, that guy's a snowflake. Anyway, Republicans, do better. Don't just do whatever you're told, okay? Don't listen. I am telling you right now, and I'm an American. Don't listen to anybody, okay? You listen to yourself. And you know who yourself is, Garland? Uh, I thought it was Garland Wanamaker. But you're making me question my everything I thought I knew about everything now. Oh, no, it's, it's Kip Cutler. Listen to me. I'm listening to you, bud. America. Don't worry. I'm back on track listen now. Listen to me. Don't listen to anybody else. We got to be Republicans. We have to think for ourselves, Garland. And the best way to do that is to do whatever I tell you to do. Exactly. America. Not you, Garland. You do whatever you want. I mean, no, it wor- it's been working for me this whole time, honestly. America, you just do whatever I tell you, and everything's going to be fine. Next on the trip. <laughs> Hey, Garland, check this out. Okay. The Golden State Warriors. So, their opening roster at the beginning of the season, you get get a max roster of 13 people, right? Okay. Now, technically, it's 15, but you have to keep two people on injured reserve. Meaning that they don't dress out for the games. The Golden State Warriors have traded six players from their opening day roster. Whoa! Yeah, and they've gotten not very much in return. I think what they've only is... gotten two or three players in return. So I want to know who the fuck else is on their roster. Is is the mafia involved somehow? Oh, they just well, they're just trading away salary to get draft picks and stuff. So that way, when Steph and Clay are back next year, they can retool. So they're clearing up cap room because that Draymond Green contract is still costing them quite a bit. But the salary cap's going to increase, I think, by a couple hundred thousand next year. Okay, okay. Anyway, I just think that's very interesting. That's very, very interesting. So the Sixers got Glenn Robinson third and Alex Bur- Alec Burks from the Warriors. Uh, and in return, the Warriors are getting three second-round draft picks. So the Sixers get two pretty serviceable people off the bench which they need right now because they're losing a lot. Okay, yeah. They have a chemistry problem. Of course. Yeah, Ben Simmons can't shoot a jump shot. Joel Embiid's injured a lot, and those two guys hate each other. So. I mean, yeah, and then and for the second-round trade, I mean, that seems like a pretty – of all these deals, that seems like the fairest of all the trades I've heard this, this, whole, this whole time. I mean, I would call it fair, except I hate Golden State. Yeah, I don't care for them myself. You know, Philly's a great town. I, I like Philadelphia. They're they're fair. They work very, very hard. You know. And the Liberty Bell. Yeah. They're they're not the left coast. Exactly. Hey Garland, I know you know a lot about this one. Yeah. The Sacramento Kings are going to trade Dwayne Deadman back to his to a, a team he played for, the Atlanta Hawks. For Jabari Parker and Alex Lynn. And in return, also, Atlanta is going to receive a second round pick in 2020 and 2021. Now, I know that 
you know everything about Alex Lynn. So tell us, uh, is this a good pickup for the Sacramento Kings? Oh, man. I'm not 100% sure what they were thinking on that. Because Alex Lynn, I'm pretty sure he was the guy from my high school that got caught fucking the fucking special ed girl back behind the bleachers during a fucking football game one time. That is probably true. I mean, probably. You haven't followed him much since that because we just... I remember him that... Remember that one time when he was like uh, snorting mashed potatoes? I think I also remember that. We had so many nicknames for him. Yeah, because he was like that really tall... I think he's like seven feet now. But he was like that really tall dude that like was trying to be cool and he thought uh, mashed potatoes was cocaine. No, that's no. When you said it that way, no, that's that's the guy. Yeah, that's the guy for sure. What a fucking loser! Fucking absolute idiot, man. Now, Garland, ask me, ask me about um like his production on the court and since he's been in the NBA. So, uh, I, like, I really do want to know how's Alex been doing since I've seen him in I high school. I don't fucking know because he's barely ever on the court. I don't know what the fuck he's done, and you know what? No one knows what the fuck he's done. No one in America knows. Literally, if anybody knows Alex Lynn's stats... Now, Alex Lynn, if you yourself are listening to this, which you're probably not, please don't tweet us at Truth on Twitter and tell us your stats because you don't want your friends and family to know the very little you've done. Just throwing it out there. I mean, I'll, I got a private investigator. We can, we can find some... Uh off-topic stats that'll really hurt his family's feelings. That's right. Now, Jabari Parker's pretty good. I've I've heard yeah. him around. I've heard him toss around him. Yeah, he went to Duke. He, uh... Solid, solid team. Didn't live up to the hype. Not nearly as good as he thought he was. Of course. The naturally. rest of us knew he was never that really going to be that good. But he did make uh, about $40 million off the Chicago Bulls. So oh, I mean, you can't complain. Well, they're dumb. All right. Oh, here's one. There's a biggie right here. It's a big trade. So there's a four-team trade, and please follow me, America. What? This is going to be confusing. Let me brace myself for All this right. one. So uh, A-plus defender, 3-and-D guy Robert Covington is going from the Minnesota Timberwolves to the Houston Rockets. Okay? So there's four teams involved in this deal. The Houston Rockets, Atlanta Hawks, Minnesota Timberwolves, and uh, Denver Nugs. I could go for a nug right now. Oh, yeah. Every day. So, I'm just going to read which team got which player. And then okay, we're going to okay. analyze it from there. Rockets get Robert Covington and Jordan Bell. The Hawks get Clint Capella and Nene Hilario, who immediately got waived after then. And we'll talk about what waves are later, what, what waivers are. Minnesota Timberwolves got Malik Beasley. I like that. Juan Hernan Gomez. Initially, I would not like that, but I'm going to tell you why I like that in a, in a minute. Atlanta's first-round pick via the Brooklyn Nets in 2021 and the leftover corner husk that is Evan Turner and his ridiculous contract. And something called a Jarrett Vanderbilt. Hmm. Those are certainly all words. That's true. They are all words. I, I can't tell you what the value of them are, though. Like, I, I have no idea. Besides Evan Turner's $17 million. I can tell you that one. <laughs> Way too much. And the Denver Nugs get 
Keita Bates Jop, an injured Gerald Green, the Rockets, I think is 2020 first round pick or 2021 first round pick. Shabazz Napier. Oh, that's where I saw that name. Heard from earlier. Yeah, remember I was like, I don't know who the fuck Shabazz Napier I never is. Heard him. That's where I saw it earlier from my notes. So that guy's just basically just being an Indian gift right now between teams. Yeah, sure. He's been a lot. Like he's just being re-gifted between the teams. Yeah, dude. Like he is. I mean, he's not sloppy seconds. I don't know how many teams he's been on. I'm saying this dude's been on so many teams and traded off of them before he even played one game. Uh, yeah, probably. I don't know how many games he's played because uh, I'm never, not sure who he is. He doesn't have a Wikipedia page. Uh, oh yeah, and Noah Vonley also went to the Nuggets, but who gives a fuck? Mm. Uh, anyway, so Clint Capella to the Hawks though. That's the biggie here. Clint Capella, very serviceable, grabs you a lot of rebounds. He's a lot like Andre Drummond, mm. you know, except he's from like Congo or something like that. It, you know, which I don't know where Congo is, but I hear it's very poor and America's better. And by the way, guys, that's not me being like a patriot. That's me being very practical about the matter. Making 17 or $24 million in America is a lot better than not making any money in Congo. That's just that's just the truth. No, I agree. One million percent. In return. Okay. Make sure. Okay. America, let me finish this full sentence before you judge it, okay? Atlanta is going to waive Chandler Parsons and his $25 million contract to create space for the acquisition of Capella. All right. I got to say this first before I talk. I can't talk shit about Chandler Parsons. I know you guys have been listening and you've heard what I said about Chandler Parsons in the past. Chandler Parsons got in a car accident last month. And it was really, really bad. And he suffered pretty severe traumatic brain injuries. Like, he's not going to be playing in the NBA again. That bad. Oof. But yeah, he got hit by a drunk driver at 2.30 in the afternoon. Oof. Yes. Don't look at the pictures, by the way, either. Because, like, it was... It's bad. Like, it's bad. Now, granted... His agents are the one that are saying he's not going to be playing again, and they're just going to take him off. Uh, they're taking him off the active roster and everything. That's that's not to say Chandler like literally has these problems, man. Like he he's in the hospital still. Like he's going to have extensive rehab just trying to like walk and stuff again. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So like it's it's bad. Ugh. And no one here at InfoSports now is making light of that. So I'm gonna stay out of that one. To be honest with you. Here's why it's good he's being waived. This is why I was, talk- I was, was going to talk about waivers later. Here's why it's good. Of course. So being waived doesn't mean you're not going to get paid. He's going to get paid. Okay. So the Atlanta Hawks are basically saying, you're not going to be a part of our active roster. Your contract is still guaranteed. Technically, you have 48 hours for if another team wants to claim him and they can take on the contract. Okay. Even though they only take on most of it, their original team still has to pay some of it. Okay. Interesting. But in this case, Chandler Parsons is still going to make all $25 million of those dollars. They're going to pay in that. It probably won't be all at one time. Normally, you can get a buyout, uh, which they most likely will do. So they yeah. don't pay them all at once. They can stretch yeah. it out. And it's only going to hit the cap for this year since it's the last year. Um, so that's hmm. good for Chandler Parsons. Also, Chandler, we are wishing you a speedy recovery and a speedy rehab and 
we're really sorry about what happened to you, dog. Absolutely. For Don't real. listen to past episodes of InfoSports now. That happened before your accident. And I'm really sorry. All the best, my man. Now, the Atlanta Hawks ain't going to win shit just because they waved Chandler Parsons. Oh, I was going to throw it out there. No, yeah, no yeah. of course not. I don't care if you're in the East. Like, I'm sorry. Trey Young and, ooh, I don't know who else is on his team besides him and Clint Capella. That was, was that good? Oh, you got Jeff Teague again. Ooh. Yeah, he was really good in 2009. Losing to LeBron in the Eastern Conference playoffs. Yeah, that was over 10 years ago. Fuck that guy. Or was it 2012? Whatever it was. Whatever. Okay. It wasn't today either way, that's for sure. That is true. Last thing we're going to talk about here. The New York Knicks fired their uh, team president, Steve Mills. Because the worst owner in the NBA, James Dolan or Jim Dolan, whatever his fucking name is. Just Jay Dolan. Yeah, Dolan. one of those Dolans, is trying to target Toronto Raptors president Masai Ujiri to oversee New York's operations, basketball operations. Hmm. Now, Masai Ujiri is a person that orchestrated the Kawhi Leonard trade, and he took a lot of risks. And he's a guy that drafted Pascal Siakam. Okay. That's a lot of uh, that's a lot of syllables in these names that I've been hearing. I don't know who Masai Ujiri is. Clearly, not an American. I mean, he's in Toronto, right? However, yeah. Garland, I know this is going to be off-brand for Kip Cutler, but just hear me out here. I support Masai Ujiri's uh, stance and not joining New York Knicks. Yeah, because I'm a I'm a patriot, as you know. Yeah, You're course. a patriot. Absolutely. But that organization's fucked. Yeah, nobody's really gave a fuck about the Knicks. Honestly, it's like since the 80s. Dude, real, James Dolan is the worst owner, like literally in the sport. Like, he's horrible. I wouldn't work for James Dolan. Like, fuck him. Like, he's bad. So, like, I don't even blame you, Jerry, for, for not wanting to go to that shit, man. Like, I'm sorry. I just, you know. Man, it makes sense, man. Honestly. If it sucks, it sucks. So, we're going to talk about what you think is the biggest impact trade over the trade deadline. And I'll, I'll start out. Okay. I'll let you know what the biggest impact trade to me is. Okay. Biggest impact trade to me is Portland sending Skull Lassier to the Hawks. I ooh. You wanna know why? I do. Like I have my own I have my own thoughts about what the, I think the Hawks actually might have a solid plan. I, I, I'm only saying that because um that's the one I skipped when I was reading off all these yeah. trades. So I forgot about that one. Of course. And they sit in lower for like a second round pick in cash. Uh yeah, that's basically it. I don't know who he is. I don't either. But with a fucking weird ass French name like Lassissiere, you know, I don't know. What so we don't normally even pull people out of the French league either. So it's like Rudy Gobert is from France. I remember that very clearly because <laughs> they killed Team USA. <laughs> it, yeah, in the FIBA thing. So I want to talk about that. Fuck France. All right, we're America. This is very much America. But not you, Rudy Gobert. No, we we like you. Please you'll don't be, come. You'll be all right. Don't don't talk shit about us. Yeah. I will say, yeah, the Hawks, they've, they, uh, and this, and these trades, 
the Hawks really be seem to be making moves a lot more than some of these yeah. other teams. I agree, dude. They are making moves. I mean, they got Clint Capella. I, mean, I think now. they. I think they've. They got some nerds on there and their fucking trade team. Oh like, yeah, actively looking for something. Their their GM office is is like pretty. Yeah, I like them. Like they they got some like, good people. Yeah, so they're they're looking for a big winner. Who do you think the uh? What, what, if you had to pick one trade, if you had to pick one impact trade, which one do you think is like the biggest makes the biggest impact? In the uh, NBA, yeah. Okay. Um. Honestly, probably Jerome. Wa- uh, no, wait. Correction. 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 <laughs> I'm gonna go with Mo Harkless and the 2020 first round pick to the Knicks. Yeah. Because the Knicks were never doing anything to begin with. Right. And so, therefore, all the real teams will be able to make actual real decisions. Yeah. And so, yeah, and, that, and that's all it is, is that nobody will ever give a fuck what the Knicks did other than free up real opportunities for real teams to make real plays. You're absolutely right about that. And I'm very impressed with the Knicks. They can even get a first-round pick anyway. Oh, right before we end here, because I forgot to do this. Of course. Uh, We're recording this right now on All-Star Selection Day. And so the teams just came out. And Giannis is a fucking dumbass. Here's LeBron's team. They're going to talk about Giannis' team. We're going to do like five minutes. Okay. LeBron's team. All right, here's what he picked. Anthony Davis, huh. Kawhi Leonard, Luka Doncic, James Harden, Damian Lillard, Ben Simmons, Jokic, Jason Tatum, Chris Paul, Westbrook, and DeMontis Sabonis. That is a fucking stacked-ass team. Would you like to hear, America, who Giannis picked? Now, remember... These picks are back and forth, by the way, Garland. Okay. Back and forth. Giannis picked Joel Embiid, Pascal Siakam, Kimba Walker, Chris Middleton, Bam Abadajo, Rudy Gobert, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, the 15th pick. Uh, Kyle Lowry, Brandon Ingram, and Donovan Mitchell. And what fucking goddamn universe do you pick? Pascal Siakam over Luka Doncic, James Harden, and Damian Lillard. In what universe do you pick Chris Milton over James Harden, Damian Lillard, Ben Simmons, Nikola Jokic, Jason Tatum, Chris Paul, and Russell Westbrook? In what universe do you pick Bam Adebayo, however you say his name, it's something African? Who cares? Over Ben Simmons, Nikola Jokic, Jason Tatum, Chris Paul, and Russell Westbrook. I don't know what DeMontis Sabonis is, but he's Arvina Sabonis' son, and that guy was awesome. So he's probably... How is Kyle Lowry an all-star, Garland? I... Like, I'm really trying to figure this out. Like, I'm really trying to wrap my hands around this and, like, get it into my brain. Like... Yeah! These picks, like, I feel like this might be one of the most one-sided all-star games... It is! ...we've ever seen in our... Like, not only in our time... But in the NBA's entire time. Now, Yaz Tinakupo is from Greece. So, his education is not as good as ours, clearly, because... Obviously. He, he, okay. All right. Okay. I just... Okay, Chris Middleton is his teammate. I get that. I get that picking your teammate. But you pick Jimmy Butler 7th? I'm sorry, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 8th? You pick Jimmy Butler, eighth, the realest guy in the room. Jimmy Butler. 
Kyle Lowry is an all-star, which is a sham. Brandon Ingram somehow made the all-star team, which is a sham. You pick Donovan Mitchell last. Like, come the fuck on. I'm just really excited to see if, uh, I'm going to see if the, uh, the wagers uh, reflect what I might want to bet, but I think it'd be really cool to see the first shutout all-star game. Yeah, it is. It'd be bad. By the way, Washington Grand Wizards, homeboy, and ISN favorite Bradley Beal didn't make the team. Uh, yeah, that's... He's averaged like 26, 27 points a game. That's How did he not Larry. make the team? That's fucking ridiculousness. Ugh! NBA! See... This is why Trump should be president again. If Trump's president again, we're going to stop all this all-star injustice. Final thoughts for a day, Garland. Uh, honestly, realistically, fuck LeBron James in every possible way. And uh, I'm just really excited to see this all-star game. Because yeah. I'm going to put some money on one team, and I think it's quite obvious who it is. You know, we should uh, do a full All-Star Game review also. That's next weekend. So we'll watch that. Do a full All-Star Game review. Put it up, you know, a few days afterwards. <laughs> and Sorry. to... That was all good, bro. Uh, we... To, you know, I'm going to have a final thoughts slightly different than yours, okay? Okay. Motherfuck LeBron James. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, that's slightly different. I know. Slightly. but uh, Different levels of hatred. Yeah. Oh God! Sorry, but he's a he's a horrible person. Uh, maybe that I sneeze every time I hear LeBron. Am I allergic to LeBron James? Every time you think about it, probably that happens. But LeBron James is a shitty person, and I hope you lose. If well, you probably won't be losing. I mean, you probably won't be losing. Damian Lillard, James Harden, Kawhi Leonard, Luca, Ben Simmons, Jokic, and Westbrook all in his team. Yeah, nah, he he ain't losing. Sabonis grabs a lot of rebounds, too. Fuck, man. See, fuck you. You got lucky maybe one time. But we'll see, LeBron. That's why you're going to lose in the playoffs, LeBron. And that's the thing. Nobody cares about the Christmas time cranberry Sprite, LeBron. It fucking sucks. That's just fucking delicious. I mean, I'm not going to lie, dude. I thought it was delicious. Good. Until I knew that LeBron made it. Oh, yeah. It was too late, though. You mix that shit with a little gin, man. You know what I'm talking about? Man, and like, I'm not going to lie, dude. I get excited about Christmas time. I hate Christmas time normally. I hate Christmas time in general and the festivities and all of it. Yeah. But that fucking cranberry sprite. That shit is so fucking good, man. Man, dude, right? I mean, you know, uh, I hate Crazy Caleb. But, dude, his drink-making dog, man, he, he, he be killing them drinks, man. He's good at it. He made me, uh, what's it called? Something called The Last Word. It's like a gin drink. It has some sort of, like, green fucking shit in there. I don't it, know, you can really you have good. time to focus on that gay shit, like, drink-making, when you're not out there in the war. Right. And fucking bitches. Yeah. You got plenty of time to do gay shit like that. He's not doing any of that. But Democrats make good drinks. I'm just saying that, yeah, you know, funny. like, I, I hate them. They just make great drinks. All right. Hey, thanks, guys, for tuning in to InfoSports Now. Once again, ISN Truth on Twitter. Go to our Facebook page, which I'll probably start doing soon. I still have not made that Patreon page. I will get on that, too. Garland, thanks for being here with us, as always. Oh, of course, anytime. This is the first InfoSports Now has gotten done in, like, about an hour. I'm very proud of us. I am, too. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Info Sports So Now. America.